Welcome to Lay of the Brand, where we talk with the experts on tech marketing, creative, and PR to learn what's new, what's working, and what's next. I'm Peter Jacobs with Merit Group. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, DE&I, are in the forefront of a national conversation from public policy to how businesses operate. B2B and B2G tech firms are examining how they can or should incorporate these values into every aspect of their operations. But for marketers and PR pros, it's a question that drives decisions about messaging, outreach, and whether or not to take a public stand on issues. To look at how companies can navigate these waters, we're joined by Carrie Drake, She's the director of government marketing for space and satellite innovator Maxar. She's also the former president and a current board member of Women in Technology, which supports women at all stages of their careers. Carrie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I have been a listener of Lay of the Brand since you guys launched the podcast, and it's an honor to be on this episode. Oh, thank you very much. Carrie, you're the former president of Women in Technology and a staunch advocate for workplace diversity. So how has diversity, equity, and inclusion impacted your marketing career? First of all, I think I've been very fortunate, right, that I don't feel that I have truly experienced inequity in my career, at least not in in some very obvious ways. But I think what's that's one of the things that I'm incredibly passionate about is using my opportunity and, and my privilege, if you will, to make sure that other people don't experience um, inequity and diversity um, in their in their careers. So for me, for marketing and my career trajectory, it's really been, I've been fortunate in that I've had a number of leaders, managers, mentors who have made sure to bring me along. Folks that are also cognizant of inequity in the workplace and in different areas of business I want to make sure that they are acknowledging women, people of color, um, and and people with disabilities, and and all areas where where folks may be discriminated against, and making sure that they're cognizant to bring folks along. And so that I've been fortunate to have mentors that have done that for me. It's been wonderful to work for some great organizations and leaders that have made sure to elevate me along the way. Well, a recent Forrester study said about 25% of B2B tech company CEOs are minorities, which is much higher than the average of 10% across all sectors and close to the overall minority population in the tech industry. Has the growth of DE&I at tech organizations changed marketing and PR? You know, I think our country is experiencing a moment right now where this is at, this subject matter is at the forefront. And so I wouldn't necessarily pin it to just the growth of DEI and tech organizations. I would pin it to, you know, the fact that this is at the top of everyone's mind. And so it is impacting marketing and PR because we do need to be cognizant of the current events that are taking place, of how our brands show up in the market space. Um, whether that's in technology or any industry, right? And again, it's especially in marketing PR, being aware of what's happening around you and making sure that you have the right voice uh, in the conversation is, is what's really driving the the impact of diversity and equity and inclusion in marketing PR. So within corporations, because they're all trying to figure out how to deal with it in different ways, 
Is DEI affecting the makeup of marketing and PR organizations? I think DEI is affecting the makeup of of all organizations, and I would hope so, right? Um, so yes, you know one one thing that I like to focus on is you can't have diversity in your message or innovation or creativity if you don't have all you know diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, um, and and that requires representation from of all kinds. Right. If you are only marketing towards one group or only listening to one group, you're not going to have a a number of perspectives that you're able to incorporate into how your brand shows up. You know, and I think we do a lot of work in in marketing and in communications and understanding, you know, customer listening. What do the numbers tell us? and how is our message message reaching different groups? And so demographics have always been a key to how we are successful with marketing and public relations. Uh, it drives our decision making in, in this industry. And so, um, you know, with with efforts behind diversity and equity and inclusion, those numbers are even more impactful. It does impact the makeup of marketing and PR, but I think. If you're doing it right, it should always have been, right? The marketing and PR and communications organizations are the guardians of the brand. It's, right. Those roles are supposed to make sure that the brand stands for something, something recognizable, and something that appeals to the audience that you're targeting. Of course, it doesn't mean just including pictures of people of different races or genders in your advertising. What are some of the things that you can do as part of a marketing organization to start truly incorporating diversity into your marketing content and your PR outreach? Right. I think, well, I I do think, you know, from a visual aspect, it is very important to make sure that you have a wide range of who you are depicting in those visuals, but it is, it does, it goes way beyond pictures. Um, You know, how are you reaching an audience through your, through the language? Are you making things accessible for disabilities, are you um, are you making sure that you know, one of my favorite phrases to use with teams, and I've learned I actually learned this from a colleague, you know, when I was first starting out and, and marketing and communications, especially when it comes to branding, is that you meet people where they are to take them where you want them to go. What do you understand about the people that you're trying to reach, and how do you know that how are they receiving information? What are they interested in? And how can you make sure that you are meeting them there and then teaching them the things that you want them to know about your brand or your product or your service uh, or your industry or your cause that that helps them grasp that in a way that they like to receive information or that that speaks to them about something they're passionate about? I think really listening to the customers and being able to incorporate different types of language, different types of platforms, right? Different groups, you know, different demographics receive information on different platforms. There's a number of things we could dive into there. And even, you know, as I mentioned before, that diversity of thought, are you shaping your message for various audiences? Are you shaping your message for one? Pivoting off that, back to something you said earlier about corporations needing to become more aware and more more forthcoming about their DE&I initiatives. What about the makeup of marketing and PR organizations themselves? Don't you need diversity on the teams in order to have diversity in your marketing? 
we need diversity on all teams. We talked a lot, you know, with women in technology, it's so important, you know, especially with younger age groups, but with, but even as, as corporations are presenting their leadership, it's important for people to see people like them in roles, right? To understand that they have, they too can do this because if you don't see, if you grow up and you never see a female leader, you never see a female leader of color, you never see a, a leader that that may be disabled in some capacity, and you never you never see that. You don't think of yourself in that role. You can model behaviors and uh, and model the way by making sure that you are providing the right kind of representation um, and and showing that you are accepting and inclusive. But the flip side of that is you want the best people, right? Um, the best people, no matter who they are. And so are we, are we providing the opportunities to build a team that includes the best people no matter what? Are you attracting the right people to your team because you have that diversity already showcased? You know, is it intimidating when you're building a team and you're walking into an all-white male organization and you're the only person of color or the only female? Um, it can be harder it can be a little more challenging and maybe a little less inviting to other people. So it's incredibly important to build diverse organizations, diverse teams. Um, and again, you know, like having those diverse opinions and input and understanding how people are able to access information. You know, when we think about different socioeconomic status, you may have a product or a service or be the type of company that's is trying to attract the best talent from an Ivy League university, right? If you're only showcasing Ivy League graduates, you may be missing some really incredible talent from other universities, from people that have been innovative in their own right and had a different path to success and education. So bringing in all of these different demographics to make a diverse team, that's how you can have a really holistic message and approach to your business. Carrie, DE&I are frequently used to mean race and gender equality, but there's a lot of other aspects to it. Uh, inclusion of people with disabilities has to be considered as well. What can marketers do to influence greater tech access and inclusion? We live in an age where, where technology is at our fingertips at all times, and we think about it often, or I think there's a lot of people that think about it often, and, you know, okay, we're going to market and we need to hit every social media platform and we need this display ad and we need to have a robust website. But are you thinking about maybe people that are using screen readers for their website? Is, is your website accessible to folks with visual impairments? Is your website, you've got a number of video, pieces of video content on your website. Have you made sure that there are closed captions on there? Because if you do not have the right accessibility in your marketing, you know, for instance, when you're recruiting for the rest of your company, you know, people are going to your website. If you're not meeting these accessibility guidelines, you're missing some great opportunities because, you know, when you're researching a company or a product or you're shopping, right, the first thing you want to do is have a easy user interface, user experience on your website. And, you know, when you're struggling to find a sign up for registering your kid for, um, flag football. I just experienced this. So I was like, this is the hardest website to, to manage. And I don't have any challenges, right? I've got access to a strong iPhone where I can pull up a website on, on my phone. But if people are using their phones primarily because they don't have computers, if your website isn't working, 
if it's not working or optimized for your phone, then people are, you're missing customers, right? You're missing good opportunities. If people are, you know, they can't find what they want to do. And this is me, you know, I have, like I said, I had great access and I couldn't find the link to sign my kid up. Right. And I almost gave up on it. Can you imagine if you're going to a website and you're using a screen reader and it's not able to tell you what you're seeing, you're going to miss that opportunity. If, if you're showcase, you've created this beautiful marketing video that really showcases your product or your service uh, and it's got amazing music and really awesome graphics and this great voiceover somebody that that is hearing impaired can't hear your message and you didn't put any closed captioning on your video you've missed that customer so you know it's very important uh to make sure that you're not just hitting the pretty pictures and the strong words, right? What are, are people able to access that information? It's not just your social media content. It's not just your website. All of these things need to integrate and make sure that they're inclusive, not just of gender or religion or racial demographics, but also all kinds of accessibility elements. At a lot of companies, marketing also gets involved in internal communications and internal branding activities. Marketing organizations should work with their internal counterparts in HR and operations and product development because that's how you have a more cohesive organization. But specifically to advance DE&I, what strategies can marketers use to help other teams integrate those concepts into their practices? I personally believe that one of the strongest ways to build your brand, both internally and externally, is a focus on the people that make up your company. Their passions for whatever mission that either is that your company or organization is supporting and their passions for the mission of your customers and um, and showcasing the talents of individuals. And there's some great opportunities to do that both internally and externally. And and that that helps you achieve a lot of things because you want are inspiring other team members, right? They it goes back to what I was saying about seeing people like themselves in the stories, right? But it 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 humanizes the workforce, if you will, um, gives you an opportunity to understand people, especially in larger companies, understand. Who makes up your team? And and by team, I mean your whole organization, right? The different aspects of the business, um, the different talents it takes to build your technology, the different talents it takes to engage with the customer, um, and the different life experiences that team members have had. And I, I really believe that finding ways to showcase teammates, both internally and then externally for your brand as well, um, is a great way to encourage the diversity and inclusion and showcase diversity and inclusion for an organization. People like to be asked about the things that they do, and they like to feel valued. And so, you know, finding a way to share the stories of other people is is a great way that marketing and communications teams can help with the diversity and inclusion efforts. Another aspect of DE&I that doesn't get talked about a lot but ought to, is age. Millennials make up more than half of the global workforce. Nearly half of B2B millennial buyers are the primary decision maker at their company. Even Deloitte's Global Millennial Survey found that values and morals are the top factors influencing millennials' business decisions. 
How can B2B tech marketers and PR professionals adapt to meet the expectations of younger generations? Gosh, if you are at all engaged in some of these social media platforms, you know, there's a there's a trend right now on TikTok where they're telling um, women that they're old. You can tell that they're old by their side parts and their skinny jeans and their use of the laugh emoji. And, you know, I think different generations, we have we have so much technology and information at our fingertips. We are finding ways to communicate and finding generations are feeling empowered or confident in hiding behind their devices. And and sometimes it's not hiding behind their devices. Sometimes they're feeling that they have a platform. They can make their voice heard. Everybody can be a marketer in some way or another with some of these social media platforms. And so I think as, as marketing professionals, we need to understand what various generations are passionate about. And we talk about you know, using the platforms to market our business, but also how folks are engaging and what's trending, if you will. Um, and making sure that you are speaking to those groups, right? It's not necessarily engaging in some of the more controversial subject matter, right? It's where are people picking up their messages? Are you using your tools to educate about a cause or an organization? And and are you targeting each demographic in the way that they they might want to be targeted? We've learned about some of the younger generations, and sometimes they get a lot of um, flack for it. But I think there's there's some real positive elements to the fact that they want to work for a mission that they're passionate about. They want to feel like they're making an impact. A lot of technology platforms are enabling more and more people to see where they can make an impact. They're seeing more from regular people, not just celebrities, not just brand ambassadors that are being paid. People get to use these platforms to have an opinion and share their opinion and pick up other people's opinions and pick up information. And so are you using your platform in a way that provides them with the information that they they want to receive? And that is feeding into that desire to make an impact and provide their talents and efforts across something that a mission that they they feel passionate about. You can break down different social platforms or different marketing platforms and see that generations use different different platforms differently, right? You're going to there's always something new, some new app or platform that the younger groups are picking up and the way that they're communicating. I think right now we're seeing even with like kids, they're really interacting through some of these gaming platforms. As marketing and PR professionals, we have an opportunity to use our platforms for good, to push out the information that educates and supports fact-finding and provides tools for success and opportunities to reach other groups and connect people. And we should, and, and we can certainly influence through our, through our brands and through these platforms. All right, last word, Carrie. What advice do you have for marketing and PR professionals for addressing DEI, you know, I'm going to take this back to diversity of thought. It's so easy to curate an echo chamber, if you will. And so making sure that you are seeking information of different demographics than yours, right? Making sure that when you're looking across your team, you're building a diverse team in all ways, shapes, and forms, that you're researching and reaching out and asking the right questions. And learn what you can 
about the data and what the data will tell you, because that will help you drive your messaging and your goals and objectives in the direction where you want to improve that data. There's a huge stream of data from all different kinds of sources and sensors and Sometimes it can be too much, but really learning to understand what that data tells you about how your message is working, the people that you're reaching, um, and maybe where you're where you have gaps can really help in building a more diverse team and a more diverse brand and a more diverse message. And we can certainly look to support a number of missions by um, by growing through diversity, both with with providing a, a number of voices, but also understanding what the numbers tell us. I've been talking with Carrie Drake, Director of Government Marketing at Maxar. Thank you so much for being here, Carrie. Thank you, Peter. I, it was a pleasure. And thank you for joining us. Lay of the Brand is brought to you by Merit Group, an integrated strategic communications firm that blends the best of PR, marketing, and creative to help our clients tell their stories and build business. Got a topic suggestion or want to share feedback? Subscribe to Lay of the Brand on your preferred listening platform and leave us a review. And please spread the word and tell your friends and colleagues to tune in as well. To learn more about Merit Group and the show, check out layofthebrand.com. Hold up. 